Good morning, Joe. How are you going? Good, thank you, Richard. Yes, it's a beautiful overcast morning this morning. Yes. I'm loving the rain. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying it. I've got. I uh, don't need to water my grass out there. Um, Excellent. Yeah, just feels like God is gently caring for His creation this morning. Yes, I was thinking though of if I had small children who I had a rhythm of going outside with in the morning, it would be a little painful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's you're you're a very other person centered uh, person, Joe. Thinking about <laughs> others, that never crossed my mind. <laughs> well, I didn't. I did feel very thankful to not have to leave the house this morning and have <laughs> a quiet morning at home. Yes. Do you um, um, always sort of get dressed into like work clothes on a work day, or or uh, you pretty much? Mm. Yeah, I try to. I have been enjoying during COVID the not being required to leave the house early in the morning yeah um and that's been nice but i do try to keep a bit of a sense of this is work now and i need to get in the headset of that and so getting dressed makes a difference (laughs) yeah yeah you have your boys in their school uniforms they do they're in their school uniforms sports uniforms admittedly but yeah that's marking it and i'm actually wearing shoes today it's very strange but i felt like I just I feel like I need to wear shoes to get into the work zone. <laughs> Slippers and thongs. No, nah, it's not it's messing with my head. It's not doing the job. <laughs> yeah. So um, how's uh, COVID life going for you? What's uh, You got any stories, new experiences? Um, I have been enjoying – I've gotten bored and I had someone say to me a little while ago that she had banned the word boredom from her household because um, she doesn't want to hear any more children saying that they're getting bored. But I got bored the other day and realised that I was doing something that I don't usually ever do, which is sit and think. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it, just sitting and thinking. Yeah. I I find I rush through things and quite enjoy that pace, like of doing lots of different things. Mm. Um, But just sitting and thinking, well, that was just, a bit of a gift, I think, and I think I want to cultivate more of that. I always have, but mm. it's been nice to not want a screen, not want a book, not want an activity, just to sit quietly. So yeah. it's good. Do you have a special place or was there a setup or no. anything? <laughs> I'm at home, so <laughs> it's all just at home. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, this is uh, COVID is forcing us to slow down a little bit and and the, yeah, that thinking is is part of it. Mm. Ah, good. What about you, Richard? Uh, I think oh, yeah. This week, I'm been starting to worry about my hair and the boys' hair because <laughs> we are overdue for haircuts and looking uh, scruffy, as my dad would put it. Looking scruffy, and um, yeah, it's possible we'll be able to go back soon. But I'm I've been thinking, what are people doing about their their hair and and like yeah, the boys have got these a bit of a mullet shaping down there and I've, I've always had this vague idea of, of possibly growing like a really awful kind of early 90s ponytail if I ever had no. long chair. <laughs> no. do, do you remember those? Yeah. I was, I was young in the 90s but I remember them and <laughs> I strongly advise you against that decision. <laughs> it makes it even more tempting. <laughs> The haircut, well, I mean. <laughs> yes, you better hope the haircut, yeah, where the haircut gets happening soon. Otherwise, you may see it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to go to a barber or are you going to have a crack at it yourself? 
Oh, I think we'll go to the yeah. I think we'll go to the barber. Um, nobody's volunteered. Yeah, we have talked about just putting a, a mixing bowl over the top of the kids' heads and trimming anything that was poking up <laughs> underneath. They're going to be on video conferencing, Richard. <laughs> yeah, get a classic bowl cut happening. That's about the most we could manage. Oh dear. Well, <laughs> on to serious topics. Yes. What have you been reading in the Bible lately? Oh well, uh, lately I've been reading Jeremiah. So uh, this morning with the kids, now that we're in a bit more school routine, we are uh, reading through Jeremiah one chapter at a time, and uh, it's been good. I was a bit worried that Jeremiah would be, oh, you know, sort of grown too long, too much judgment, mm. um, but that's really only a stereotype. Jeremiah, even the early chapters, is full of great stuff. So chapter four was what we were doing uh this morning and uh the thing that stood out to me was chapter 4 verse 3 and uh 4 which i will read to you chapter 4 verse 3 of jeremiah where it says this is what the lord says to the people of judah and to jerusalem break up your uh pardon pardon me (laughs) you'd think i get this thing on silent by now um Break up your unplowed ground and do not sow among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Circumcise your hearts, you people of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, or my wrath will flare up and burn like fire because of the evil you have done. Burn with uh, no one to quench it. And I thought, wow, like that's, you know, circumcision, there's that call to spiritual circumcision of the hearts. Mm -hmm. And um, that was interesting there to see in Jeremiah because he's, Dealing with this sin is not superficial. It's uh, in the in the nation. It's it's deep. It's spiritual. Goes right to the core of the people, um, uh, and um, this the solution is to have that spiritual renewal. Um, mm. and, and you the, can often think that that the circumcision of the heart that comes in the New Testament is simply a New Testament mm. feature. Yeah, but out of the blue, it's in the Old Testament. Oh. Good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's in Deuteronomy as well, towards the, the back end, or um, I which I have not yet had a look at. But um, the the blessing is that um, we, like the Israelites, were they weren't able to do that, that, and we are not able to spiritually renew ourselves. Um, it's only something that is done for us um, th- through Christ, through the gospel, His death and resurrection for us. That um, mm. that's yeah. Colossians talks about. Uh, we've been circumcised in Christ. Um, and so, um, yeah, reading this just helped me realize that this sin, it's an ongoing problem. It's deep. It's right there in humanity. Uh, and the solution was put there in Jeremiah, but it's not something they ever acted on or even could act on, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, we have been spiritually renewed in Christ. So I was thankful for that. What do you think that will make a difference for you in the the practical part of your day? Will you think about this passage more or will it affect your actions? Like how Mm. does your Bible reading, your personal Bible reading, move into your day-to-day? Yeah. No, I think um, this reading through Jeremiah, not just this verse but the whole early chapters, um, help uh, show sin for what it is, it's not a freedom. It's not pleasure. Ultimately, it's um, it's uh, rebellion. It's cruelty. It's ugly. It's um, unfaithfulness. And so, yes, sin loses its appeal as 
as we read and reflect on Jeremiah. And this helps with thankfulness as well, having a thankful heart um, for the gospel, uh, doing what, what I couldn't do. Yeah, that's that's it for me. Yeah, what what do you find as you read passages of judgment and, yeah, that hard stuff in the Old Testament? Well, let me think about I think perhaps it makes me understand the necessity for Jesus um, that there is such ongoing depravity and I, ex- I think I extend that to the whole of humanity and then the whole of creation, that Romans 8 groaning, all yeah. of creation is groaning. Yeah. And that heightens my thankfulness for Jesus. So thankfulness as well but um, sort of moving through just looking differently at my world because so often I think we have so many messages of optimism about mm. our realities in life and isn't that the, the blessing of living in a country where so often we can improve our lot in life in a really active way and we can trust our government to um, not become dictatorial, you know, in a, a, the drop of a, at the drop of a hat, but actually looking at humanity and saying, well, none of us are, act, are really good at heart. And yeah. I, when I read the Old Testament, I'm reminded of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, well, that's my reading. Enjoying that, and um, yeah, look forward to uh, spending a fair bit of time in Jeremiah. Mm, uh, yeah, that'd be good. Now, tell us about what uh, ministry you're up to these days, Joe. Or what's a, a ministry you'd yeah you can share share with us? Well, I've been doing a lot of Zoom one to one Bible reading. Oh, cool! Yes. I'm very interested. Tell me all about it. So, I have my computer set up at my standing desk, which is basically a cardboard box with an empty plant pot and my laptop resting on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, you telling the story. I'm yes. glad it's still working. It's still working. It's still working. And I do that because I want to be able to focus and I think standing up has helped me a heap and it means I move my arms and I talk with my hands a lot more. Um, but basically I just have booked in, you know, my regular one-to-ones with people and instead of catching up face-to-face, which technically I'm free to in that I'm a pastor and pastoral visits are allowed. I just have thought, no, try to keep in, in step with the spirit of the law um, of mm. trying to stay home. Yeah. And so, yes, we, we get together on the Zoom and we catch up a little, dig into what we've been reading previously if it's a continuing one-to-one, chat about the passage and pray together at the end. And, yeah, I've found it really enjoyable. Yeah, great. What uh, what has worked well? Like what um, things have you learnt on how to do it mm. well? Well, I think a big principle would be to to not run away from having silence in the interaction. Yeah. So even and having my head down and having their head down. So though we're interacting over video, if we were face-to-face, there'd be moments of silence and there'd be moments where our heads are both down in the Bible and that's what we want to be having in a Zoom chat. That's a good measure, I think, of success mm. when mm. you're both reading and thinking and then you look up and you talk um, because I think we both want to have that posture of it's God's word we're talking about right now, just not sharing our opinions. Um, mm. I think as well I've switched off in Zoom, you can switch off the view of yourself. Um, oh, really? And that has been really key, taking 
looking at myself away um, from the interaction and just having their face full on the screen really yeah. clears off that distraction of, oh, I never thought I looked that way or, oh, I didn't realise I um, blink that much or whatever mm. it might be that I could be distracted with. Take the view of myself away and it means I'm focusing on them or my Bible. Mm. And I think finally I have really enjoyed doing what I like to do face-to-face, which is getting maps, drawing diagrams, writing summary sentences. So instead of having a map, which I have laminated and showing it to them right in front of me, I might share a screen of a map or we might Google, if a place has come up, say Hebron or Ziklag, I'm currently reading (laughs) Tristaniel with someone, and we both don't know exactly where those places are, but it's important to understand, are they going north, are they going south, are they near Jerusalem, are they not? Um, Yeah. And so sharing screens, I sometimes will hold the map up to the camera, (laughs) point things out, and, (laughs) and just trying to really keep it interesting by engaging with the, the technology of sharing pictures on the video or sharing the screen. So, yeah, there's that's some things I've been doing. I love those tips. How did you manage to turn off your own video? In um... Yeah, so you go, if you're on a computer, you go to the top right, you use your cursor mm-hmm. to hover over the top right-hand corner of your video yep. of yourself. There's three light white dots in a blue square. Yep. Click on that and there's a whole bunch of options that will come up. And right down the bottom, it says hide self-view. Oh, click wow. hide self-view. You will, you'll still be video recording uh, for yeah. other people to see you, but you won't see yourself. So if you're on the gallery view where you can see a number of people, say you're in a group, mm. you won't see yourself there. And if you're doing speaker view, it will just be, if it's one-to-one, it will just be the other person because they're the only speaker who's being shown. And I have found incredibly helpful. Um, mm, I've been looking on the other person. Yeah, I've been looking for that function for weeks. I <laughs> couldn't find it. Maybe. Well, there it is, Richard. Uh, thank you. This, this is a breakthrough. Well, <laughs> that's why that... I preferred Zoom over um, FaceTime. I haven't been able to work out. I imagine you can do it on FaceTime, but I can't work out how to do it on FaceTime. And I'm really keen not to see myself. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No. Well, that's great. Um, mm. Fantastic that one-to-one Bible reading is continuing and, uh, yeah, being helpful for yeah, I really you. Think it's, I mean, God is so good, isn't he? And he in that when we get together, he's growing us and working by spirit and I'm so thankful for that. So I've really appreciated just continuing that regular, basic, yeah. unflashy, read the Bible together and pray. Mm. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Joe. it's been great chatting with you this morning. Um, Mm. enjoy the overcast day (laughs) you too and I'll talk to you soon talk to you again next week thanks Richard